0: family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire, Nicole Smith-Jackson, we're going to reawaken your spirit this morning. We're going to resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and ask for you to build a big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead and share the call with other people. They can dial on the 602 753 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So it's Financial Freedom Friday, and we're wrapping up a very powerful
1: series on fear. We've gone through the fear of poverty, fear of criticism, fear of lost love, people, Fear of illness, fear of old age. And today we're going to talk about the fear of death.
0: I believe that many people are going to feel so good about life after this, especially after what God ministered to me
1: through my papa, Dr. Miles Monroe. It is just, I've been on fire this morning. I'm going to slow it down so you can speed up. I'm
0: going to slow it down so you can speed up. I want us to go to the Lord. We have some scriptures that we must and that you must uh, always keep uh, keep handy. We have some scriptures that you must always keep handy.
1: Some scriptures that you must always uh, keep handy. First you need Genesis 1 26 through 28. You're going to need that. Genesis 1 26 through 28. You're going to need that. You're going to need Psalms 8 4 through 8. You're going to need that. You're going to need that. You're going to need that. Okay? You're going to need that. You're going to need that.
0: You don't need to let don't ever let that one go don't ever let that go.
1: We also going need revelations one and eighteen see this is this is going to be extremely important because many people uh they forget this part the 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 the, the award the authority of being a believer in Jesus Christ. You're going to need that.
0: You're going to need that. You're going to need that. And it's probably going to be a few more. I know uh, that um Holy Spirit just brought me to another one.
1: And you might say, we're going to do all of this today. How afraid of your death. It's a transition. It's not the
0: end. We've got to go to the Lord. The last one is going to be Proverbs 18 and 21. Let's go to the Lord together because I know he He just brought some things back to my remembrance the Holy Spirit this morning all about death. I have had to deal with it in so many different ways, and um, no one is exempt from it, so we might as well talk about it. Father God, we come before you, we honor you on today because today is the day you've made and we're so glad to rejoice we're here in the land of the living.
1: Spirit of the living God, we thank you for your teachings, your guidance, your direction and your correction. Holy Spirit, we ask for
0: you right now that you would have your way here at Power Start Your Day because we have no power without you.
1: We're so grateful. So although you're a gentleman, you are ultimate power that resides on the inside
0: of us. We're grateful that God made us in the likeness of
1: His image. And when he created everything else, he spoke Just. So when he created us, he spoke to himself, "We're so grateful
0: as we are beginning to understand the God in us that we are walking in power and we are walking in high levels of faith not in fear
1: We're thankful Father God that your Holy Spirit is going to teach us today about death that we may
0: live a life of fulfillment and go out and do great exploits in your name on today not waiting for tomorrow
1: not waiting for the day that may never come. As we're being of good courage, just as you told our brothers, your servants, we'll honor you in every way. That we're acknowledging that our life is not our own.
0: And so we'll make the best of it. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good morning, good morning. And I just want to first go to, I'm gonna read a few um
1: a few scriptures. And <clears throat> I know that this might be deep for you, but remember I shared with you this whole thing about fear is going to be
0: something that you have to have the right perspective on
1: if you're going to live an abundant life. If we were first to talk about, I'm going to go to first the Proverbs 18 and 21. We're going to go
0: first because I want to share with you how real this is about what we speak and how we speak. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who live it
1: will eat its fruit. I know we out there, we're talking about people going out there securing the
0: bag and we want to know who eating. It's based off of what type of things that you say out of your mouth. I know that we say that, you know, um, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, but the word of God is a sharper than a two-edged sword. You need to pay attention to this right here when we go into Genesis chapter one. And how many times, it was nine times that inside that passage that God said, it says, then God said, then God said, and if anybody missed that 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 it says when that God said and we're made in the likeness in the image of God that what we say is what it is. Now I'm not talking no foolishness right here. I'm talking some wisdom because I I lived this. I discovered this. Uh by mistake I was a babe in Christ and I discovered this. Uh, I would say by mistake and then once I begin to understand that that is the rule that God already designed us to play by, by what we say is what it is. What we say is what it is. She says in Genesis 1, I'm gonna go just straight to Genesis 1:26, and I'm gonna go through 28. It says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, over the livestock. that moves on the ground. He had to repeat to us that we were made in the likeness of, of his image and that we were here at, at, in, in, in highest level of authority,
1: so much so that in Psalms 8, 4 through 8, it says, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of
0: man that you visit him. For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with the glory and the honor, and you have made him to have dominion over the works of your hand, capital your hand, and you have put all things under his feet. All sheep, oxen, beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea. How many times now when we when we identify with this. And we might say, well, why are we living beneath our means? And why are we afraid of death? First and foremost is because most people don't understand who
1: they are. So when we came down all of the fears... And we have fear of poverty, and God has
0: given us, he said, I give you the ability to gain wealth, Deuteronomy 8 and 18. And then he laid down and said, I gave you authority, I just gave you all these things. People who don't know who they are won't walk into who they are, so they will fear and end
1: death. When death is not death, it's a transition. God made us in the likeness of his image. God is a spirit, so we're spirits. So we never die. Our
0: bodies might die, dust to dust, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But our bodies might die, but what we're afraid of and what most people are like, okay, did I finish what God told me to do? All I can tell you is I was that young girl by 23 who had visited death
1: three times from my womb. Now, a woman bringing forth another life is in my opinion the greatest honor that God
0: said okay, every other seed has to go in the ground to bear fruit, whether it's a tree, whether it's whatever okay, you know, when you start thinking about it but then We as humans, he says, okay, I'll trust the womb of a woman. And that's where we also have the divide between us and the devil, right? He says, look, I'm going to put enmity between you and that woman. That was after the fall. But what I want to share with you is that when you now
1: at 23, visiting graveyards three times with little caskets, At some point in time, you're going to start looking at life a little bit differently, as well as death, And so much so that by the time now, I'm in my 30s, I get pregnant with Kaden,
0: and at this age, not only would I be considered high risk, I'm also what they would consider a little bit seasoned, like a little bit older for the age of childbearing. So that's a double whammy. So I said, okay, here's the death thing. And, 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 and I was definitely in a high prayer life, not expecting to be pregnant again. It's not like we were planning that, but it's inevitable. I don't know what people say. You ain't planning. It. You know what happens when you, when you, you know, doing certain things. You know, God already set it up. But anyway good friend of mine, a prayer partner of mine, Venus Bercier, I could remember like yesterday, I, I don't have time to tell that full story, but I shared with her, okay, here it is, the experiences, and I know I shall not fear because we had been praying, we had been becoming fearless as prayer warriors, and then now here come the real life things of the world happen, you're pregnant, and now you remember that you were a failure three times, three times is enough. Within a few years span, between age 19 or 20 years old and 23, three times.
1: So within three years, three times, you visiting graveyards to bury your kid. And she said, oh, no. She gathered some scriptures and she gave it
0: to me and she said, we going to read this. And you're going to read it day and night. And I began to read and I began to speak it out loud day and night.
1: The word, God's word, over that worldly situation. And here we are, Caden, and
0: I I don't think that God is, uh, there's no mistakes that I am talking to you about this only a few days before I
1: delivered Caden 12 years ago. With a 99 APGAR score. He came
0: home with me for the first time. Everything that they said, like I was in my young age where my body should have been able to easily bring forth the fruit a child easily. And besides that, I was always in NICU with these babies hooked up to all these tubes and everything like that. Some of them came home, some of them didn't come home. And when they did come home, I became more of a nurse than I
1: was a mother. And I also began to speak. words of healing over my kids. And although Jawan, who is now 22, who had all the
0: heart monitors, everything, I began to speak the word of God over him,
1: I can count on my hand how many times he even had a cold. Speak over the word over my son Savan,
0: whose father was one of the most notorious gangsters ever, and I just prayed I didn't want my son to even adopt that. And and when I look at who he is now and becoming,
1: you know, a great father and, 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 and growing into a man I began to Speak. Life, but not death.
0: And I began to use that in every area of my life to where it's now brought me to where I am now, where people were considered an authority figure. Someone shared with me a young lady, one of my leaders, Robin Robinson. She said, hey, did you know that you are listed right now as the highest paid African-American woman in network marketing? I said, where do you get that from?
1: I've heard that, but. I can tell you that that wasn't what I spoke. I spoke God used me. I can tell you. Dr. Monroe says that <laughs> death was his motivator.
0: And he said the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but a life without purpose or
1: life with the wrong priority. It's easy to be afraid of death when you don't know what your life is for. Everything is the boogeyman. When we begin to understand that in that Revelation 1 and 18, that Jesus went and got the keys, death. You remember the story, don't you? He showed up. The devil's like, what you doing down here? He whooped some tail, went and got the keys. And he said, I came. That you might have life and have it more abundantly. But the thief comes to steal, and still killing the destroy You got to know the difference. Who team you on? We're here about to later read Robert's grandmother. And when I'm looking at his father who has
0: officiated most of the weddings in the family, including Robert and I, and also is the one who eulogized most of the deaths in the family.
1: This year alone, he eulogized this will be the fourth death,
0: two being of his siblings, one of one of his very closest cousins, and
1: now his mother. And when I'm talking to my mother-in-law and I'm saying, what's that doing? What y'all up to?
0: They still just are moving. You're talking about the blessings of being in a family of faith. They just are moving. He say, oh, he just said he just want to
1: get it over with. He want to just get his mama in the ground. Because he understands that that was just her body, but her spirit's still living. But it's in the spirit
0: of the man or the woman where you will find the courage to truly live life, where you can get rid of the fear of not having enough money, knowing that you've already been given authority to go get as much as you want. You can get rid of the fear of what other people are thinking about you when you know that God loves you. You can get rid of the fear of illness and old age when you know that you can do something
1: about the way you feel and what you do. You'll get rid of the fear of death when you understand that you shouldn't be focusing on death but focusing on life right now. That will make you get up and get to moving every day. That will allow you to wake
0: up without alarm clocks and go out there and make a difference. That will make you move out of your own way to where literally like 12 o'clock in the night, I began to write a list of resources, people who I know that I'm saying, okay, Lord, I want to take your people to the next level. I don't Say to God, I want you to take me to the next level. I want to take your people to the next level. And then he began to remind me of different people that, okay, now is the time to reach out to them. And one of the gentlemen, I was thinking about saying, okay, now uh the, the, the whole thing about um a certain type of investing and keep coming up. And and the Lord had me write down a man's name, and this man is extremely successful. And I have met him, and even we've met each other even in other, um, other circles. And when he saw me, he's like, I'm not surprised you're here. And I text this man, and when I looked at the time when I texted him, it was like after midnight. It wasn't even a few moments that he returned the message saying, hey, I'm on travel. What's up? I said, listen, this year in 2020,
1: there's some things I want to do, and I thought about you. And he said, absolutely, what you need. And when I told him what
0: I need, he put me in place of someone and he said, okay, as soon as I get back, we're going to talk, talk to this person right here. She's going to give you some information of you before we get together. I can't wait. We're texting back and forth by the time it's almost one o'clock in the morning. And I'm looking and saying, my God, this is a gentleman all over YouTube teaching things in a big way, extremely, extremely successful. And God said, okay, you're gonna let him know. And then it's another one I'm gonna hit this morning. I'm another. And I said, Oh, okay, it's about when you get serious about the life
1: of others, you won't be afraid of your death. He said, be fruitful. He didn't say be frugal.
0: He said be fruitful. He didn't say be frugal. Most people are in self-preservation. And you're always going to be thinking about the end of something in death. Even in network marketing, anytime your boat gets rocked, everybody gets shaken. Because everybody always thinks that it's the Titanic going down. Instead of you speaking,
1: we going up. Instead of you saying, we going to keep going. I want you to understand something. Death happens before you die. You write that down. Death happens before you die. What you thinking, what you speaking, what you doing, you either living or you die. When you die, it's just a transition. If we
0: believe that Jesus went and got the keys, then we know that when we die, it's supposed to be a joyous day. Dr. Monroe, after me facing death so many times at a young age, and I, no one could understand my mom, you know, having four vibrant children, and, you know, I'm coming from a family, a Jamaican family, by once, Moment you, you have one miscarriage or you have one child. you Oh, wow, our babies didn't make it or whatever. But by the time you got through, they say, what's wrong
1: with you, girl? I got uncles that got about 16, 18 kids. Well, what's wrong with you? Then now when you have the one, the last one, now here in a wheelchair, what's going on with you, baby?
0: I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know. I had to get over all those fears of what people thought about me, what they were thinking about me being incompetent, me being, you know, what they thought about me with baby daddies in jail, what they thought about me. I had to get past all of
1: that to get here because my future was always there. God had already created my future when I was formed in my mother's womb. He did the same for you. I'm no different. Every one of us that have a birth date, our seed grew in the womb of a woman. The seed was formed in the womb. Every one of us, God already knew. he said, I don't want to cause you any harm. I want you to prosper. So if you're not living a life pursuing prosperity, I'm talking about
0: healthy in the spirit, healthy in the mind, healthy in the body, healthy in the finance, healthy wherever you can be healthy. The death is already there before you die. It's Financial Freedom Friday. You can free yourself. You can free yourself by getting out there and go free somebody else. That's what I did. I don't know. I'm not even that smart at all. I'm not even that smart. Sometimes I go back and I listen to it. I'm like, girl, that sentence didn't even go together. How you do that
1: right there? I just want you to know something on today. You create life or death. Uh oh. What you gonna choose? Good morning, God bless you. Four seven eight two
0: one five seven. Rewrapping up fear of death. God is on fire. He's on fire for you. He wants you to live. Four seven eight last for two one five seven. Good morning. God bless you. Let's see we're gonna go two one seven oh eight eight oh. Good morning, God bless you. Good morning. Can you hear us okay? Is the Q Hello. Q Okay, hold on a moment. I think we're back. Let's see. Maybe we... 217-0880. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good
2: morning, queen. How are you? I'm great. And actually, God put me in the queue. I didn't put
0: myself in the oh, queue this morning. <laughs> I was wondering. I'm not ready. i not ready. I see it's a whole bunch of other people in the queue, And so we're (laughs) just going down, and when I see a number I haven't seen before, I don't know. So God picking you today, huh? How you doing? Yes, he did. I'm great.
2: I'm great. and very encouraged by your message this morning. Wow.
0: So encouraged. That's a very Um, very powerful word. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that courage that now you have on the inside? What are you going to do with that courage?
2: Um, I tend to focus a lot on death and put too much emphasis on it, not necessarily stifling what I'm doing in life, but too much focus on the end, just based on life experiences and things that happen to me. So mm-hmm. it's just pushing me to get rid of that fear because it, I believe it's crippling me in some areas. So I really wow. need to get out of that thinking. Mm-hmm. So God really did pick you
0: be did. Uh,
2: I lost my mother really early in life uh, when I was 22. She was 47. And um, I, I'm i 41 now, so I often focus on I'm getting real close to that age and thoughts like that start to go through my head. And, um, you know, I'm in the business and the business has strengthened me. I've been in a year now and it's helped me grow in ways I can't even explain that have nothing to do with the actual business. Uh Um, So I really feel like God is growing me and I'm going to be able to push past that, that fear and and stop letting it get in the way of certain things.
0: Absolutely. There is a whole, a whole community of people who lost their parents um, earlier than they would have liked to. Uh And you can call it whatever you want to call it. But to me, that's worth having some conversations to really talk about, not to draw a bunch of people who don't want to move past um, what's happened to them, but for people who want to still live. You know, because like Mm -hmm. for me, it's the opposite. After burying children, I had to make the decision, was I going to live for the children I had alive? Mm -hmm. Or was I going to stay in a place of allowing that death to remind me of what I didn't have versus being grateful for what I do have. Do you have any
2: children Mm -hmm. now yourself? I I do. I have two sons. One just made 13 yesterday, and I have a 10-year-old. My mercy.
0: So that is a huge reason to focus on Mm -hmm. life. Yes. Because by the time you're 47... God bless your soul. By the time you're 47, Mm -hmm. your 13-year-old is going to be nine and your 10-year-old, I mean, I'm sorry, your 13-year-old is going to be, what, 22, around your age of when you lost your mom. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Yes.
0: Baby, you got a lot to live for. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot to live for. I know that that thing what I just shared with you probably said, oh, yeah, wow, it's going to happen. No. I can tell you right now, the day that I delivered my first set of twins that did not come home with me, mm-hmm. March 14, 1994, the day I drove myself to the hospital to go deliver my first son was March 15th, 1995. Mm. Wow. So you know automatically, mind you, I'm by myself mm-hmm. because my son's father had already been incarcerated. I'm living in a three-bedroom, two-bath house by myself, pregnant, going to do people hair and everything. And do you know that when I got up to drive myself to the hospital, of course I thought in labor— of course, I thought this is happening again. Yeah. but instead, I prayed all the way there. when I walked into the hospital, and I told them how far the contractions were, they just put me in a wheelchair, wheeled me into, and they and, and I just continued to pray. I was just by myself. Mm. I was 21. Delivered him with nobody in the room. And they said, he's not going to be really lively. Baby's this small, whatever. And when they, he came out, he cried out. They said, Whoa, we got a live one. They wouldn't even expect him to make a sound. And they put him on my chest. And we looked eye to eye. And I just looked that 24 year old in his eye on yesterday as he was taking his son away. And I'm looking, and they don't know the recollection.
2: Yes.
0: I want you to know that you can speak life and speak something different. I mean that with the bottom of my heart. Thank you. God bless you.
1: Thank you. God bless you. Hmm. Wow. We're well over time. Let's continue the conversation inside the group. God willing, I may hop in a group
0: and do a live with you guys about the fear of death. I'd love for you all to come in and start commenting already so we can address these things. Because if we're focused on death, how can we bring life to others? How can we bring
1: another level to others? How can we go to another level? We can't. Some people stuck. I know it's time for other stuff to do today. So do I. Take care.